और वेरी मच कॉमन के Hello 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 hi there I'm um, just want to thank all the listeners who are tuning in to the show now this is a new segment that is for anonymous callers and I always encourage anonymous callers to be calling in because they can always be honest and truthful with 100% of confidentiality um that protects their identity and where they come from and I already have callers lining up for this uh, particular segment and I will have more callers calling in from America who talks about discrimination and racism so I will invite all callers wherever you are from Europe America Asia Indo-Pacific uh, from Pakistan Malaysia Thailand China and even Singapore to call in because I will have this um uh, anonymous calling in to talk about their confessions or about their experience they can talk about anything about their lives people that they have um uh, secrets that they have hidden for a long time the people that they have loved that they have never spoken the childhood love that they have forgotten they they want to find back they want to disclose their love or they want to disclose who they miss in their lives this is the time for anonymous callers and i do have callers lining up from america like what i said callers who will talk about racism black lives matter and also discrimination where whoever you are you can be discriminated as a woman you can be discriminated because you're too skinny or you're too fat um anything ladies and gentlemen this is the time for you to call in as an anonymous caller and write to me at talkaboutlife777 at gmail.com so it's open up to all the rest of the world so i've got an i've got a caller calling in um uh biswa and uh he would like to talk a little about his life experience uh where he is so it's 100% confidentiality um speak freely because this is a time whereby you can you as a caller will find people who are listening to you and sympathize with you and they are also going through the same situation um like you so um biswa thank you so much for being here with me um biswa i am vicky by the yeah. way Thank you so much. Hello, hello guys. Thank you, um, yeah. Biswa. Yes, you know Biswa. Um, first yeah. and foremost, I'd like to thank you for um, calling in as an anonymous caller, and uh, you know, this we are under the uh, pandemic situation in the world. Um, the world yes. has changed. We have to be brave to own up to our lives situation. in all society and country and community as an individual we are facing a lot of constraints we are facing a lot of changes that is beyond our control so today we want to talk about the situation about an immigrant and you have been yes. an immigrant um in singapore yourself and there's a lot a lot of changes yourselves and in the world facing a lot of pressure that's pressing you down pressing you from left and right and, and a lot of changes for our life uh plan so this is the backdrop we're talking about ladies and gentlemen and uh biswa who is calling in is actually speaking um in this backdrop of a changes uh in his life and potential changes in his life plans so in this backdrop i um invite biswa and thank him 
for being here to talk to us, and maybe some of his life stories will ring a bell to some of you out there listening in. And I thank him for、uh, telling us about、uh, his life story. Thank you, Abiswa. We'd like to、um, uh, uh, talk to you about who are you and and your background situation from the start. Tell us wh-、okay. when did、hey、you、guys. arrive here? Yes. Yeah. So myself, Abiswa, and that's an anonymous name. Sorry for that.、Uh, I don't want to reveal, but I want to speak speak out loud today. Yes.、Uh, Yeah, so I came to Singapore like five years back for doing PhD.、Uh, thankfully, my PhD is over. I am、uh, doing well in my professional life. I am、uh, right now、uh, working in a manufacturing company as、uh, in in the R and D research and development sector. So I am like a scientist here. And、uh, yeah, the pay scale is also very good. Thanks thanks to Singapore government for that. But、uh, The situation is so tough here that I、yes. have to speak a lot of good as well as speak a lot of bad about Singapore、yes. government as well.、Yes. The way Singapore government has handled the pandemic heads up to that, but now at the very end situation, it seems like it has crumbled as a government. And how it has crumbled as a government? If you are tracing each and everything, then how couldn't you trace the vice activities that has gone? And now the numbers are rising, soaring up to the ladder. Yes. And the previous highest, if I remember, was sixty a year earlier, and now the number is eighty-eight. Today, if I see this number, it's crazy. After seventy or seventy-five percent of at least one round of vaccination that you are reporting. How come this eighty-eight numbers came? Yes. And if these virus activities were going on, were they going on behind the screen that as a government you failed to、uh, like recognize? And now what you uh, what you uh, called as like you won't gonna、uh, accept any PRs or any girlfriends or boyfriends or any relationship people from outside, okay? Because of this kind of stuffs. Which has been reported like four days back. So now, what you are doing is you are generalizing the thing, and now it's not time to generalize everything because as a government, if you will generalize, the good people they will suffer, the bad people okay, they will learn a lesson. What about the good people? Those are out there. What about the people who are working here in Singapore and they might have gone to India to see their grandparents? Dying in the hospital bed or to、uh, mm. to perform the final rituals. What about them? Okay, let me、Will、pause. Let me pause so as、yeah. we give a bit of context to the listeners. Um, thank、yes. you so much, uh, Bis Biswa, for、uh, bringing this up. And I think you brought up a very relevant, pertinent, urgent、uh, emergency situation. Um, the background uh for the listeners who are、uh, listening in is. Uh, due to the uprise of the、um, unexpected、uh, numbers that have just spiked、um, in a couple of weeks,、um, there is going to be a, a control or much stricter control for people coming in into Singapore. So the borders are going to be stricter、um, than before. So what、uh, we are now talking about is the pandemic situation. 
that has made lives very, very difficult. For people who have gone out, they may not be able to come in. And for people who are already here, and if they have relatives who will need to come in, it makes it so much more difficult due to the tightening of the borders. So that's the background that uh, we are talking about. Yes, um, would you like to co co continue, uh, Biswa? Yes, yes, I would like to continue with this. Okay, let me give you all of you listeners a background. Yes. So if we go back like six months back, yes. our condition in Singapore was too good. The number of cases per day were 15, 20, 25. Still, Singapore was pertinent to the situation. They were sticking to their stricter rules because they wanted to make it a number zero country with mm. maximum amount of vaccination so that they will mm. be free of any kind of soaring number of cases but the reality is something else what's the reality the reality is that this covid vaccine as uh, there are many conspiracy theories all over the world one of the conspiracy theory is that it's not a natural vaccine it's a man-made vaccine because any natural virus uh, sorry I, I was talking about virus not vaccine this covid virus is not a natural virus it's a man-made virus that is one of the conspiracy theories which i like learned many research papers which are peer-reviewed so as a scientist i will believe them to be true yeah but there are not enough evidences behind them so i won't say that they are 100 percent. but if you believe them to be true they are peer-reviewed they are researched they are published in bigger journals they are out there uh, for everyone to look at one of the conspiracy theories that this COVID virus is man-made. Why is that? Because any natural virus cannot be replicated or cannot uh, give so many mutants within so less amount of time. Now, if mm. you see the number of mutations, if you see the number of virus strains, there are like Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Delta Plus, Kappa. So mm. many Greek letters have already been used. That means if we are looking at one year of time frame or one and a half year of time frame, there are like tens or fifteens of virus strains already been found all over the world, and it is making the life of the uh, life of the vaccine companies so difficult, life of the mm. scientists so difficult because they make vaccines based on some particular virus strains, mm. but when their property changes when the, their, uh, like everything, their mutation changes and they are becoming more and more aggressive over the time, then you cannot really uh, like complain to the vaccine manufacturers that, okay, your vaccine is 60% efficient, or your vaccine is 30% efficient. They are also human beings. They are mm. doing something by looking at some static data, not the dynamic thing which is happening right now. Sure. Now, I can't say... Whether this vaccine, uh, whether this virus has been originated from Wuhan lab or it has come to the world from anywhere because there are not enough data for us to look at, yep. not enough evidence for us to complain about this and say that, okay, it is originated from China or originated from USA or some people as they are saying like USA has taken a handful of viruses and left it in China so that it's all up to US. And some people, they say, okay, uh, Indian virus, all those things, keep it aside. Now we have to fight as a world. Yes. 
to get rid of this virus it's not about fighting where from where it came now it's about fighting how we could survive yes to see the sunlight at the end of the tunnel we cannot now fight against who uh, like what's the origination we have to we have to lead the cause but we have to see the effect right now yes. cause and effect yeah. are two different things yeah. but now the effect is making much more uh, what is some factors for everyone out there not the cause the cause has already been happened so you cannot change it you can learn yeah. from it but that learning will uh, come to you over time but now what's the major thing is that we need to fight it together and by fighting it together what i meant is irrespective of race irrespective of color irrespective of uh, which country uh you mm. belong to yep. you need to fight it as human being humanity needs to come out of yourself you might, you need to like wear the vest of humanity and do everything from the uh, for the human population rather than for your country people only yeah biswa now i saying uh, that yeah, hold on yeah. uh yeah before we go on any further i think you brought up some very very valid points because uh, a couple of things um back in uh february um you know when this virus first uh, strike uh mankind um even reports by francis boy uh, francis boy is a french um a european uh virology um scientist um it has already been yeah. established that this is um it has been established even in february 2020 that it could be a, a bio weapon but but that aside or a bio man-made uh you know virus we don't want to call it a weapon yeah. but it is already established already right from then so i think um there are enough scientists who wants to uh say that however i think um like what you say it may not be relevant right now whether it's man-made or whether it's not yes. because you the just have to find it's not correct yeah right now Yeah because it is right from the very 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 beginning where the, the scientists are already looking at it you're talking about the, the top scientists um and yes. of course a lot of things are coming out uh from from Hong Kong um even then in in 2020 and then much more scientists who defected from the Hong Kong University uh the virology department who defected to America you know they published a lot of papers um so we we already have have an, a sense of that kind of dichotomy of the argument but but i want yeah. to also bring you to the point that you brought up a very valid point that um the policies failed um as a city yes. uh on the island and tell us your take on it i thought that was something that i would like okay. to hear from you as uh, as a scientist yeah. yourself yeah why why i am saying the policies failed because i saw news i followed news every day yeah. cna i have uh, like there was not enough time for me to go through the uh, talks of either all the ministers out there in singapore they were uh, like always uh, speaking to the media speaking to the people about the pandemic as it happened but i couldn't listen to all of them but i always uh, followed the highlights of their talks okay and one of the highlights before two months i would like to raise is when delta variant emerged in india mm. before three months when the yes. second wave started in india right 
it was so horrible for yes. indian people uh, so horrible for us because we were right now we are in our eyes and our families were fighting there yeah my two nephew and niece newborn nephew and niece they were born on february 3 when the second wave started and they were at the hospital instead of being happy that i am a uncle i was praying to god that they should be safe because you know newborn babies their immunity is not at all sufficient to fight this covid virus yes okay we were worry about those facts our families our friends who were out there i was crying i was literally shivering now also i am because my family members my near and dear friends many people died and we listen some of my professors they died okay so i i i went through all those things okay okay before and that can you slow my, down my, yeah slow down a little bit because i think this is so crucial uh biswa tell us a couple of names that you know that they are the closest to you that they have uh succumbed to the virus okay so one of the closest uh i wouldn't say the name yeah. so he was one of my professor uh, who was teaching me during my college days he was a fantastic english teacher mm. uh, when i was in junior college and until then i was very dumb in english but due to him i started liking english and uh, it was a subject of my liking then and he he died i i suddenly heard that he died uh now we three friends are staying in one uh, three bedroom flat in uh, singapore and one of my uh, flatmate his uh, uncle died so he was crying for like 3 or 4 days he was he was numb he didn't go to um, office okay so th- those were the situations that we faced yeah okay and uh, and like uh, in in my home uh, my servant who was working day and night in our house she uh, got the covid virus she, she didn't die but mm-hmm. we were in fear what would happen to our newborn nephew and niece uh, to to my newborn nephew and niece who are there and uh, sadly they were like test tube babies they were they were coming through in vitro fertilization not through natural processes so that also put enough uh, of pressure on us so why i was uh, why i am bringing this uh, particular thing because after this um, delta virus crashed india okay and you know india as population it's 1.3 1.4 billion okay mm, it's hard sure. to control people and out of 1.3 billion majority of the people like i would say around um, 30 million or like 40 million people are, are below poverty line so they are very very poor yep. they cannot stay in home lockdown for long period of time without any aid even if government gives them some aid that is not sufficient for all yes. the family members to feed day and night mm. so they have to come out and work and mm. when the like uh, foreign social media are saying okay india as a country failed how much do you know about india can you go and realize mm. the real situation there those sure. people who are dying in hunger covid is nothing but a second thing for them it is not important because there are people who die for hunger if they will not come out of home yep right yep. even if indian even if indian government is like uh, releasing 
funds of like in um you know billions when they reach to each and every poor people they are not even sufficient to cover like once in two days meals to all those poor people yep because of the majority of the people are like below poverty line and if you are saying that okay you will keep it locked down for long then mm. you will see those people who will die of hunger rather than dying of covid so for them it's not at all important so when like foreign social media were commenting even in singapore i heard many cab drivers when i used to travel by cab to my office they used to say okay india as a country failed i used to ask them how much do you know about india as a mm, country sure. can you go there and can you do something because singapore is a small country and controlling every people is easy and if mm. you see each and every people has a smartphone but in india no they sure. are majorly farmers they are majorly uh, you know daily laborers yeah. they don't they can't even afford smartphones mm, sure. how come you even think of like um, installing trace together and tracing them all the way down to the where to all the villages to all the small towns you cannot mm sure okay so as a country even if, okay i i know india as a country failed but not up to certain extent that the foreign media is telling okay, sure. if you see the number of vaccination it's the highest in the world right now sure. even if the percentage is small as compared to indian indian population but still it is doing well and all of us know all of us know that who is the major pharmaceutical store of the world it's india who has provided many medicines to all over the world it's india who is the one who provided the initial sanitizers it's india if you go and see uh, all the sanitizers that come to singapore initially made by lifeboy made by himalaya everything is from india sure so the country you are pointing finger at you should first think that what it has to offer to you guys yeah and I, i would like to bring the, sorry yeah. uh, suba i think you hold that on because go a little bit slow I, and i think you have raised a lot of valid points about the western about the outside media who do not know so much about india about the uh, i should say the density of the population and the difficult lives that people are going through and why it cannot have a lockdown for the poorest of the poorest people we're talking about poverty line and those yes. be- below poverty line we're talking about tens and 20 people living in one household it's not possible to even isolate So um yes. yeah I want to also bring you the fact that uh, something you left off we we were talking you're talking about in February when the yeah. delta uh, starts to hit uh, uh India on a gradual basis and then it kind of a uh, heightened all the way until 2 months ago yes. right uh in April and yes. when we see the news coming out and you were talking about Singapore what were you trying to yeah. say yep Yeah what I was trying to say yeah. I was just going into it gradually what yeah. I was trying to say is those singaporeans many singaporeans not all of them I, mm. I will not generalize it yeah. many singaporeans only by listening to social media only by listening to the outside news what they told is that okay this delta variant is very crucial and why can't india control it why is the vaccinate vaccination rate so slow mm. it was so slow because india was providing vaccination to all of the world initially india mm. has provided at least 0.1 uh, if i would say like billions of vaccination um, yeah. initially the rate was 66 66% of the vaccine vials mm. were exported 
outside India to all the poorest countries like in Africa, like in Brazil, uh, Caribbean, all those countries, yeah. Bangladesh, yeah, uh, Afghanistan, before giving vaccination to Indian people. So 33% in, uh, were kept for Indian people and 66% were exported initially because it was India who made sure initially that, okay, the poorest of poorest countries should also get vaccination. Yeah. But yeah. it didn't know that the Delta variant would come at that situation. Yeah, sure. Okay, I would say it's a lack of pre-preparation, but it is happening for the first time all over the world. Even nobody knows, not even India, not even USA, not even China, nobody. Mm, because it was given so, like yeah. a charity, like an aid to all these poorest yeah. countries. Yeah. 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 Like so a humanitarian there was no second aid. thought yeah. by India that, okay, some Delta variant will come and hit and we should keep 66% with us and export mm. 33%. Sure. Now, when the virus hit, India started keeping more for its own people. Yeah. Okay. Now, why I'm bringing it? Because coming to the Singapore perspective. Yes. I saw a news that some Chinese couple, they started beating a Indian lady who was just keeping her mask below the nose. Okay, for some reason. And we all know that even if we will uh, like roam around outside, it is so difficult to put the mask eight hours at a stretch. It is so difficult because we have some breathing problem. We have some suffocation. Okay. She might have removed it at that moment when they started scolding her. Um, the news was something like uh, when they started scolding her, she didn't put and she started saying something. But when she started saying something, your job is to inform the police not to take the law to your hand and start beating her. Mm. And they started beating her by the side of the road. So then if you are breaking the law, it clearly symbolizes the racism culture. It clearly symbolizes that you are finding uh, finding for some reason to show us uh, that we do not belong in Singapore. And in my last talk, I also raised this point that even if there is uh, no racism as per the Singapore comment there is no racistic views or there is no uh, racial comments being passed on in Singapore and Singapore is very open to all the multinational but there is an inherent layer of racism that is going on and I felt that as an Indian mm. uh, that sure. Singaporean people some of the Singaporean people they have this in their mind and if there wouldn't have been the Singapore strongest Singapore comment we wouldn't have been here right now. Mm. We would have been under the wrath of being uh, like criticized, being attacked uh, mm. due to this um, due to this racial uh, yeah. stuffs. Okay. So that the, what is majorly before, yeah. happening in UAE? Yeah. Before we go on to that, because you are talking about multifolds of issues, um, and I like to also uh, you to bring back to the level about you saying that uh, the policies have failed in Singapore. For the, for the pandemic. Yes. Um, that was something yes. right from the beginning, but we weren't able to go into that. Tell us what's your thoughts on that. Okay. So why I said the policies have failed. Mm, okay. Sure. Initially, you say the vaccination in Singapore has started a long back, if you see that. Okay. Yeah. But you see the rate of vaccination is super duper slow. Yes. It's very, very slow as compared to other countries. Yeah, it's, it's very, very slow island, right? as compared to some <laughs> of the other countries yeah. who have like more number of population, yeah. but who are not so rich as compared to Singapore's financial condition. Yeah. 
okay if singapore's financial condition is strong enough then why the vaccinated vaccination rate mm. is low enough yeah and they started they started crackling out to all the citizens like in january late last month okay yes yep yeah late last month they started like pumping up their vaccination rate yep before that it was going on a like uh, tortoise speed yep it was very slow mm. right Yeah. and why was that when you know that your number of populations are are, are less mm. then you could reach out to people and by law it is your right to force people to get vaccinated because it has something to do with country's uh, medical infrastructure mm. right mm. and as medical infrastructure you could reach out to people as much as you can and uh, like uh, gather their thoughts about vaccination mm, educate sure, them and do, vaccinate okay. them right. that proactive part proactive persuasion has not was been, missing was missing it was missing yeah okay sure yeah, it was completely missing from singapore government from the leadership right yeah yes so that is one, that is one of the failures that uh, you have identified um and you did talk yes. about today the cases are 88 and it kind of went up and you wanted to talk about that about the policies what impact the yeah. policies on on this uh, trend would you like to talk about that uh yeah i would like to talk about this as well when you know the hotspots of your um neighbors like, uh, red light culture okay mm. you know uh, that people do enjoy the night life in singapore mm. then you your first jo- first of your job has to secure those who were into this business because they also need money mm. right if you have red light districts if you have um, ktvs you have bars night clubs and they were not uh, like everyone can think of uh, reopening in one month two months time but not them because they are the least prioritized sectors right if they are the least prioritized sectors then what the singapore government has done to ensure them financially what the singapore has government has done to ensure their daily wages to ensure that okay they will not uh, be devoid of any sort of rice or mm. uh, lentils or daily foods mm, okay sure. so if if they were going into this uh, uh, daily uh, you know night lives and they are enjoying this stuffs that means there are some loopholes yeah. through social media uh, by which uh, whoever are in this vice activities they are contacting mm, the customers sure. and those customers are targeted customers yeah okay now it's not good to look into everyone's privacy i would uh, i would be completely uh, agree with that but in this pandemic situation yeah you can have the law to look at the privacy when it comes to countries mm. uh, you know danger yeah okay okay now this stupidity the stupidity of some of the people i would mm. say it's stupidity yeah because it was not at all a basic need and yeah. this stupidity of some of the people has raised to a catastrophic rise in the number which is more than the last year yeah sure right yeah and we did speak about um in january before that um last year in 2020 singapore has the um virus situation within controlled areas in the dormitories 
um, because that yes. was in the dormitories. However, if it's out of the dormitories, so it's in the open, I would say that um, the game is already over because it's out already in that open. Was, yeah. That was one of the incredible jobs that Singapore government has done, like confining the dormitory cases into the dormitories. Mm. Okay. That was one of the like awe-striking job, flawless job that Singapore government has done. Dormitory cases has risen a lot and you know those dormitory guys, they are the general laborers. They work day and day out every time somewhere in Singapore. They sit openly in park, drink beers, they go to hawker centers, okay, they travel via MRT, all those things. But if you see how the cases has been controlled, it's fantastic, it's fabulous. Now, why Singapore government has failed here? Yes. I know that Singapore government can pull down the cases very fast. Mm. Even if it has gone up like for last three days, it will pull down the cases very fast. But now Singapore government has to think as a government is mm. locking down the borders where majority of your population, they belong to some other countries. Mm. Will that gonna help? Mm. Tell us your experience you about that. Down, yep. Tell us your yeah. experience about that. More specific terms, so we can understand. More specific terms. Okay, let me go through it. Yep. I have gone to my home, uh, in October 2019. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I am a frequent traveler to my home because I am a homesick person. Okay, mm. I love to spend time with my family, and who who doesn't? India. Everybody okay. does, right? Yeah. Everybody does, yeah. even if I'm an Indian or whoever in an Australian or anyone. Now, I'm a single person staying alone as a bachelor here. Mm. Okay. And my families are there. Who doesn't want to go to their families, mingle around for 10 days and then come back again? I always, uh, I, I'm always a frequent traveler, like uh, in every uh, 10, uh, uh, sorry, uh, four to six months, I used to go, go back to my country. And now I'm here, locked down for almost two years. Yeah. Right. And now Singapore government has stricter rules of not letting us go, oh, and see. it has and it has also cleared the message that even if you go, you may lose your job because we won't let you in. I see. Okay. Okay. And and these are kind of threatening mm. to us as foreigners because it is now between our family versus our financial standpoint okay. can you okay. say more clearly sorry could you biswa could you explain more clearly um how is it must have been some ways that was communicated to you that you will lose your job either directly or indirectly okay it's like uh, it's there in the news every time like if mm. you go to your country if you go to your country then it's your responsibility Mm. And for coming back, we won't guarantee you. Mm. One of my friend, yeah. uh, before two months' time, yeah. he went to India when the number of cases were six or seven, right? Yeah. Before two, not before two months, before four to five months' time. Yeah. He went for his marriage. Uh, he went because his long-term girlfriend from last like seven to eight years were, uh, was waiting for him. Right, mm. so he had to go for the marriage, and marriage is one of the important thing mm. in life, mm. at least in India. Sure. And who and we want we want our life partners to be with us. Yeah. So he went 
with all the permissions from mm. his company from mm. everyone that sure. okay uh, i will go and i will come back uh, with all the permissions he has permissions from indian embassy from the ministry of manpower everything but once he went uh, mm. the delta virus was very effective in india it was rising like hell yeah okay and then what singapore government has done cancelled everything Mm-hmm. uh from any higher risk countries and then uh, declared that okay nobody can return mm-hmm. okay. some of some of my friends uh, families who are the dependent pass holders ltvp holders in singapore they were in a hope of coming back they were strangled in between when this news came that singapore won't allow from uh, anyone from anywhere mm-hmm. they were in the mid of their journey some were struck in sri lanka some were struck in dubai some were struck in some other countries for god's mm. sake and what singapore government has done that it has declared okay nobody can enter even if they inquired okay we have started our journey can you allow us to enter they didn't mm. and that's too harsh on people yeah who have prior uh, like uh, they have uh, all the documents that are required so you need to have some sort of you know uh, plan b for all these kind of situations okay so just uh, to know. to uh, explain the clarity further so these are specific people that you know or that it is related to you or your friends that they have been stranded at that time and i remember that was uh, there was about so the same two thing. months ago yeah that was about two months ago three months ago yep yep so they are specific uh instances you are saying no i i have given example of specific instance mm. instances for the listeners yeah to relate it to mm. but the general instances also says the same thing mm. right now this covid will not go out of this world for at least 4 to 5 years that's a reality that's a harsh reality wow yeah now it will be a new normal Okay yeah. even if we are taking vaccinations we are taking mm. Pfizer Moderna Covishield Covaxin um, Johnson and Johnson anything yeah right all are effective for only 2 years yeah okay by the time we will vaccinate all over the world we will require another round of vaccination to mm. be safe for another 2 years yeah okay now this will be something like a you know a fever flu the normal flu viral fever okay it it will be staying there so my question to all the world leaders my question to who is what is the plan for all those who are working in international countries what is the plan for all those people mm. whether they are from india they are from pakistan they are from usa they are from china mm. whoever are working outside their country what is the plan b for all of them to go home to meet their family and to come back again without mm. any major restrictions okay you can have the minimum restrictions of like uh, you know uh, mm. the rt pcr test you can have all those like uh, you know lockdown stay home notice all those things mm. but apart from that when it will get normal i know mm. okay visitor allowance i'm strictly against it because visiting is the part of life but in mm. this situation it can be avoided mm. okay that constitutes to majority of the numbers of foreigners in any country 
okay visitors if you cut it down what about the family members mm. what about suppose my fiance i will marry uh, somewhere down the, the down this year what about her can mm. she come back with me or mm. she has to stay back after the marriage can i go back for my marriage even these mm. questions who will answer these questions mm. how can i get answers to these questions i cannot mm. strangle here in singapore by getting a job and by earning money without looking at my family and this situation mm. has happened many mm. of my friends already said and many of my friends already left this country because they couldn't uh, see their family they couldn't um, like meet their family and mm. they had the constant um, you know news constant threat that if you leave this country you will lose your job and mm. they keeping aside their future keeping aside their financial career many mm. of my friends and in general many foreigners they already left singapore mm. now singapore has to think the think tank the leadership group has to sit and think how to avoid this brain drain now the brain drain has started to happen your okay. uh, skilled workers just, are leaving yeah okay i think this is yes. a very important point that we should talk about the just to have some background and just to clarify your point which i thought is so important for me to echo and reiterate also um and i think you brought in a very very important point you're talking about transnational professionals who are working throughout the world you're talking not only about indians um from india working in singapore you're talking about no, um multinational about yeah yes. you're talking about multinational professionals who depend on a country uh, companies which are multinational companies that employ the biggest chunk of the world professional um tri- traversing the world europeans yes. uh, staying yes. uh, uh, asians staying in europe Europeans staying in Asia, Americans staying in Asia, Asians staying in America, Australians staying in Europe. You're talking about all yes, these groups of people. You can go on and on with the list. With with about you're talking about a a hidden black hole of uh, trans migration uh, of professionals who are doing their yes. job for companies there that their lives are not being addressed in this pandemic and there is no voice uh being uh given to this group of uh, a black hole of uh, probably a billion of people who are uh, working elsewhere um other than their hometowns you were, were talking about that yes. right yes yeah and i think you brought and that. because i think you brought up a very very valid point um that's why i wanted to stop you for a while um and that is something i think uh we should really be a uh, hammering on like what is the plan for yes. people's livelihood and we're not we're not just talking about um hawkers right i mean they are in the front line yes. of course um the fmb people um there are people that we can see because we go in there to buy food what about people that we do not see um they are yes. like traversing the world to because of their jobs needs because of their livelihoods and their lives and livelihoods are being threatened um and because yes. you put in the context of the next 3 to 4 or even 5 years and no one is addressing the future and because no one is addressing the future of the great uncertainties the consequence is what you see the brain drain either people are returning yes. to their homes like you are saying indians are returning their homes it could be um americans returning their homes or americans returning wherever they are from europe from australia from africa we're talking about a huge 
part of the huge question yes. mark for these people's lives and no one is addressing. That's why I thought it's so apt because you brought in you brought in about WHO. And and I and I thought that your point is so valid and we can actually open up to another conversation um, at another point. But let's go back to um your point about the brain drain, which is so real. Yes. Um going back yes. to the uh, ground level, um the people who are on combat uh, you're really talking about people are on combat now um, because you're really literally about fighting yeah. about your jobs and yeah, fighting about your lives. Yeah. Tell us about this brain drain that you want to talk about. Okay. One of the first examples that I can give is my sister and my brother-in-law who were staying in Singapore for last three years. Okay. And I could even say that he was one of the brilliance of mathematics okay yeah and he was a vice president of a um, company which mm. is you know world quant llc world quant is very good company um it's a you know analytics company yeah. and he was working as a vice president uh, in singapore but his parents here they were uh, like caught COVID nineteen in India uh, virus in India in India yeah yeah and they had to rely completely on the online service in India like online food delivery online uh, mm. you know pharmaceutical delivery and everything they could only do video calls and see their parents because mm. they oh, cannot so difficult but yeah. they couldn't leave Singapore yeah, yeah. and. Uh, one of his parents, uh, he was he or she was in ventilator mm. for some days, okay, and they couldn't focus on their job here, mm. and that's why they are moving yeah. to in the next month, early next month, they are moving to USA, United mm. States of America, because USA allows um, uh, um, USA allows this kind of travel the uh, at higher uh, to high even to higher risk countries with um, exception usa allows mm. okay that's why they are moving to united states of america now isn't that a loss to singapore when mm. someone of his caliber who mm. was the who is the vice president of a company is okay. living tell us tell us a bit about the the uh, policy situation that made him want to leave it about his parents right he's got to do something with his parents right yes tell us yeah so the situation was very horrible for him yeah and uh, even if he approached singapore government uh, yeah. like can he do work from home even if he go home uh, even if he uh, has a chance to go home can he do work from home for some days take care of his parents and then come back but then there was no choice for him mm, so that's why in fear in fear of the future like if something happens now they are out of danger now what if it comes again yeah. what if this situation comes again after 4 months will they again request singapore government and will they again see the like dark side where singapore government will say okay we cannot allow you okay you are saying that so, because um he wasn't um uh he, was he wasn't favorable yeah his... to go back to india and then come back because he he had to he wanted to go to india to visit the parents however these kind of difficulties he will not face if he were in america are you are trying to say that 
Yes, because there are many friends of mine in America. There are many friends of mine in America who are uh, like not as a visiting purpose, but Mm. on special purpose, Mm. they can go to America. They can come out of America. I see. One of my friend, one of my friends, she got married in December. uh, Sorry, January. And she traveled to uh, she traveled to America to Chicago city in March when mm. the situation in India was at at, at its peak. Mm. One of my other junior, she got admitted to uh, she got admission offer from uh, like uh, Iowa State University, mm. and she applied for the visa and she got the visa, and now mm. she is going for a higher degree. Mm. Now this kind of exception cases has to be allowed. Mm. You cannot allow visitors. That's fine, but you have to allow families, closest families. We are not saying like you can allow uh, our cousins who are the uh, sons and daughters of my moms, uncles, or someone like the bigger distances. But you can allow our parents. You can allow our life partners. So that's can I can I bring the the situation uh, to yourself? Um, you know, we've spent about 48 uh, minutes of your very precious time. Mm-hmm. But I would like to bring to yeah. your situation. Does that mean that yeah. um, two things? Um, we're talking about the economic situation and also the pandemic yes. situation that um, yes. made you um, face unprecedented uh, uncertainties that made your life Not future yet. plans Not yet. difficult. Not yet, actually. Mm. I didn't need anything of that sort until now. Yep. But who knows? I may need it okay. after six months. Mm. What will be the plans mm. as per Singapore government to take care of its uh, residents? Mm. Okay. Sure. To take care of its residents, at least to take care of its finest residents who yes. are brilliant minds, who are working, contributing mm. to your success I as see. a country. Sure. What about securing their future? What sure. about looking at their travel in crucial situations for mm. important events, for important, um, uh, for critical times? Sure. You need sure. to have a plan B. Sure. You cannot close the border and say we will be zero. It will not happen. Now this, uh, if you, if I uh, will go back from now, now it's the KTV situation. Okay. Before that, it's the Delta variant. Before mm. that, it was the, uh, you know, the Tom situation. Before that, it was the England variant. Mm, okay. Sure. Before that, it was the chi- uh, variant from China. Yeah. So if you see all those, it will come and go. It will be staying there for long. So mm. now to tackle this long-term thing, you have to have long-term plans and long-term goals. You mm. cannot just close the borders and say that, mm. okay, you and need to be locked down in Singapore for next five years we cannot do that nobody can do that except the singaporeans whose families are here even if you separate two singaporeans husband wife or like Mm, parents and son son daughter they will also raise the same voice that okay we need to go to our families Mm, that's same for everything i am not saying okay maybe some singaporeans are in the call and they will be saying okay you are wrong and Mm. it will bring danger to our countries i'm not saying that we will come to your country and just breach every rule and then we'll be in the mrt the next day no we will follow all the rules but there has to be rules and there has to be control measures Mm. okay you can say 
that you can cap your maximum number of people you can say okay daily we can allow 2000 number of foreigners from mm. all over the world and once you cap the people your hotels will be sufficient for the you know after coming you can do the quarantine and you can raise people you can take in people so hotel business will go on and at the same time mm. other people can also have the privilege to meet their families to meet their friends mm. who were in danger who are in danger and yeah. this thing will going to stay for long what is the plan to mitigate all those mm, issues sure. i think for I, all the foreigners yeah. i i think uh, we i would like to bring it to another point because time is of a very valuable to me and i would like you to discuss more issues um you have brought a very valid point as in Um, the policies right now is very reactive and short term. There hasn't also be a parallel uh, plan. I mean, every day there's firefighting, right? Um, firefighting about the cases, um, about situations, variants that's coming in. But there hasn't been a parallel longer term plan, and even a longer term like a two year, three year plans for these issues that you are talking about. I think you have raised a very important issue because um, number one. No one has raised uh, your issue, not that I've known of, uh, in uh, the social media or in the media, which makes this very, very important uh, uh, situation. Uh, your raising up of this issue about what about the people who are already here, and if this thing goes on for the next three years or four years or five years, there isn't any long term plan. It makes number one. The the longer it goes, the more uncertainties that comes up, like what you say, the variants keep evolving. It makes the uncertainty yes. grow deeper and deeper, and it makes you being even much more uncertain about your plans in Singapore and your plans in in India. And we're talking about this group yes. of people that, Frankly like, like what speaking, you say. Frankly they, speaking, yeah. I have started planning. I have started planning to go somewhere else from Singapore, mm, and which was different before six months. Mm. You have been planning for six months yeah. already. Yes, yeah. I have been starting mm. to put my plans through. Mm, sure. I have been waiting to gain some experience and then go to some other country which will not have the stringent measures because mm. the stringent stringent measures okay mm. it is acceptable because you are a small country with a very high population density. Yep. But there has to be some mitigation plans. Mitigation and plans. And one other policy that I would like to question mm. very strictly to singapore government you have the dining option you are telling okay two people dining five people dining eight mm, people sure. dining okay all those rules that okay two people can uh, travel in a car five people can go together and there has to be one meter rule mm. what happens to those rules mm. in mrts and buses yeah sure yeah. if your mrts and buses There are rush hours. People were rushing to work through MRTs and buses. Then mm. isn't that a rule break? Yeah, sure, sure. Where are the one meter social distancing in MRTs? Mm. You cannot do that because many people rely on the public transport in Singapore. Mm. That's acceptable. But if that's the thing, then how come is the is the virus like selective? That mm, when you go in sure. MRT and buses, I will not attack you, yeah. and I will only attack you when we will have the dining or when you will go together mm, somewhere else. Sure. No, right? Sure, sure. 
Tell us so what your has to be looked at. There yeah. are many loopholes. There's many loopholes. Tell us what's your take. Um, you did mention that hey, um, you are quite shocked that, um, the cases went up uh to eighty eight, and you wanted to talk about something about hey, generally, the policies have failed. So you're talking about these yes. are the loopholes, right? Are you referring to yes. these are the loopholes? Okay. Mm. Yes. These are the loopholes I'm referring and, to. And I also, see. Okay. Yeah, and I also uh, felt that uh, you did mention something that I thought you wanted to relate to is that when the Delta variants strike three months ago uh, or more in India, I think the neighboring countries and the rest of the world were not ready. They thought it, it only they were thought it's going to be kept there. They did not even plan yes. for the midterm to the long term. What if situations, which is so important for yes. for policymakers, right? I, and then, then I remember yep. the Prime Minister mm. of Singapore, PM mm. Lee. What yep. he told in the social media, what he told in the news channel CNA is that many countries they have let their guard down so soon. Yes, we as a country will not fail. Yeah, quoted inside mm. the quote. I remember that line. Yep, and that was referred to India specifically because of the Delta variant. Mm, okay, sure. But now I'll ask PM Lee straight away. Mm. Do you have any mitigation plan for India, given the financial Hindsight. strength of India, given the population of India, given the resources mm. of India? Mm. Do you have any better mitigation plans which mm. you can recommend to PM Modi of India? Mm. That will be welcomed. Mm. And I thought it's much more important to learn from a situation, right? Because you're talking about predicting the future. And uh, yes. very soon, um, uh, this thing is happening uh, in Singapore. You look at the situation that we're talking about. What are your uh, thoughts about, uh, you are saying that your future is uncertain. Uh, not now, but yes. you're saying that you can foresee it will be uncertain somewhere down the line and X number of time phase. Point wise, I will say. Mm. Point one. Yeah. Point one, the job. Point mm. two, the growth in the job. Point three. Mm. The switching of companies because the number of jobs are limited right now due to COVID. Mm. Point four, um, uh, you know, point four, the salary hike. Mm. Because we are constrained in Singapore, what if the policymakers of bigger multinational companies will change their policy and think that, hey, this guy is already stranded in Singapore. Mm. Even if we will not raise his salary by much, still he will stay in mm. our company. Okay. Okay. I thought this is point a very valid point. Yep. Point five. The competitiveness has mm. reduced significantly. Point six. Mm. Uh, the educational resources are everything now online. Then what is the future of all those universities out here? Mm. Okay. Point point seven. Mm. We cannot go to meet our families. What is our emotional part of life? Mm. What is our family mm. uh, part of life? How mm. come we will ensure that they are well, mm. they are good, not only by WhatsApp video call, mm. how hard it will be for someone sure. to see someone else in his family die via WhatsApp mm. video call yeah. or via some social media video call rather than holding his hand then and there when uh, someone mm. is dying. Yeah, I like so to bring. Yeah, yeah, I like to bring your point five about competitiveness. You say competitiveness has gone down. Tell us. Yes. So, how competitiveness is going down? 
Singapore is a developed country. Okay, mm. if some job advertisements goes into some online job portal, right? Previously, hundreds and thousands of people were applying to that job mm. from all over the world. But right now, in that job, even if it's not clearly written, but when people, when the uh, applicants go through the interview process, they are being told that okay, it is very hard right now. to travel that's why we are preferring someone in local mm. uh, place rather than preferring someone outside of singapore mm. and there the competitiveness goes down okay you are looking at a number of specific uh, expert in your area of mm. 100 rather than 10000 Yeah, yeah. You right. did mention, uh, Biswa. You did mention that uh, the brain drain. They talk about your friends uh, leaving and your friends who have left, yes. and your plans who are and planning to do that. Tell us about that situation. That's that's another worrisome factor. Now, if I am saying about competitiveness, mm. first you are reducing the numbers, like uh, the domain. Previously, the domain was consisting of ten thousand people for all from all over the world applying for the job. Mm-hmm. Right now, hundreds of people only from mm-hmm. the local um, region are applying for the job. Apart from that, mm-hmm. I have seen in my company many people are leaving the job. They have mm-hmm. already left the job. They have gone home. So you gone have home. to fill those positions as well, I right? See. And once you fill those positions, it's not like they will come and straight away they will start working to full mm. 100% efficiency because mm. they have to go through the process of trainings and all those factors will come in and by the time they will learn it's one year of company gone okay tell so us the resources yeah, for, are going for us to imagine further tell us maybe yeah. one or two examples about which nationality or which uh, of your colleagues have left and and what a uh, capacity that uh, they are Okay, so if I look at my team, it mm. consists of around hundred twenty people. Out of hundred twenty people, I am mm. talking in volume. Yeah, twelve to fifteen people they already left the company mm. in last two months. Mm. Okay. okay, and they were belonging to South Korea, yep. Europe, Spain, um, UK, yep. US, yep. and everywhere else. So yep. why are they leaving? Twelve from one twenty is like ten percent of your majorly acquired, well-trained, properly professioned yeah. um, uh, people, properly mm. professioned uh, mm. researchers sure. who were like supporting your research and development in manufacturing. Yeah, has all uh, they have already left. So you need to fill that void. Yeah. That void has been created. That black hole has mm. been created. You need to sure. fill that void and. filling that void will be a temporary patch mm. on your scar right okay. you have a scar the and reason, you are doing a temporary patch the, what what are the range of reasons they are leaving first range of reasons is the pandemic is the right? emotional attachment okay with their families and the stringent rules of singapore mm. even in stricter situations even in critical situations many people they are not being Uh, allowed to leave the country mm. and uh, but they, they are not stopping us but they are like putting so much ifs and buts conditions mm. that we have to take the hard decisions i see i'm okay. not saying that singapore government is stopping us i'm saying mm. that singapore yeah. government is not stopping us but putting uh, many 
eat else cases. And, 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 yeah, and plus the fact that um, you mentioned earlier on, because of all these uncertainties that is being uh, heaped upon the future, it, it really makes yes. uh, no sense to invest your lives here anymore, right? Because if you are a foreigner, like yourself, uh, a foreign um a foreigner who's an who's a scientist coming to uh, Singapore, yeah. um, you f- you are contributing in that particular aspect of your domain, like in R and D mm. of the engineering um, yeah. aspect. How yeah. and you and and to you, it also means that you are investing your life here, and if you feel that yes. investment will not give you the kind of returns in the long run. There's no point yes. staying invested here. Am I right? So yes. therefore, the tendency yes. is that hey, why don't we go now? Right? Yeah. With due respect to Singapore government, with mm. due respect to the jobs uh, or mm. the life that we have been provided since last five years, mm. what I want to raise the voice against mm. is that the brain drain mm. is one of the major thing which can hurt Singapore in the longer okay. run. Okay, I know I think this is very that good. after two years, mm. after two years, they can bring it back. But then the fear of failure is already there within our heart, even if. Singapore government will tell us, okay, previously I was paying you 6K, now I will pay pay you 10K, come back, mm. wherever you are. Yeah. But still, we will think that, what if, instead of COVID, there will be some other kind of XYZ virus that will attack, mm, then we sure. will again be strangled in Singapore. Yeah. Will that 10K be enough mm, for me? Sure. To sure. look beyond that situation, sure. or am I happy with the seven k that I am getting sure. in the USA or it, anywhere else it, it, in the it world? It really transcends beyond monetary uh, uh, yes. finances. So it's, and the, needs. The, it's really it's the about, tussle between yeah. it's the tussle between financial yeah. versus the general life. It's yeah. the tussle, and yeah. that tussle hasn't been addressed by Singapore I government. Mm, sure, I think you've raised yeah. a very very important point, uh, Biswa. Um, and this has yeah. not been addressed uh, anywhere. I think not uh, not in Singapore, definitely, and not addressed uh, on a high level, like what you say, on a macro global level. You're talking about international transmigration of professionals who are contributing to uh, multinationals and also to the local uh, economies wherever um, they are. Yeah. Um, one yeah. final question. Um, I'd like to wrap up in about two minutes. Is there anything yeah. that you would like to um, bring up and highlight uh, I think because you've, you have given such a valuable talk and I, w- I would like to uh, show my gratitude to you because you've voiced out a lot of things that is unheard on, unheard of in, in the media, uh, either official yeah. media or social media that people need to hear and people I think um, you, you, you point out a lot of things that people are in the same fate as you yeah, yeah. is there anything else you would like to highlight in the next couple of minutes? Yeah, one of the things I would like to highlight is that, okay, I have speak, I have spoken a lot of evils about Singapore, but mm. apart from that, moreover, however, mm. Singapore has done a lot to its citizens or residents even. Singapore has done a lot to its, um, mm. you know, global population who are not even belonging to Singapore. Mm. Okay, sure. Singapore has taken care in a better manner, but there is much more to being taken care of. There is on a much more. Le- level, yep. Yes, yes. On, yeah. on a humanity level, you need to sit as a leadership group. Singapore government need to sit and think. Mm, is sure. providing foods, 
is providing uh, all the resources to fight pandemic is enough or is there something else that we are missing mm, sure are will they be much more comfortable at their home at least for a 10 days of travel yeah will there be some sort of uh, mm. mitigation measures to the stringent rules and regulation mm, sure can there yeah. be visitors um, allowed or visitors is no more required right now for next 5 years yeah how about the aviation mm. industry in singapore how mm, they sure. are uh, uh, going through their life because there were many flights coming to singapore and now nothing is coming what about singapore airlines what about the scoot what about air asia what about mm, all those sure. flights or airlines how are they surviving sure are we I, asking yeah, those questions i i i would like to also um echo uh and reiterate and paraphrase what you just said um i think right now um this multi task force uh, that is fighting the pandemic um they are focused on the daily firefighting but i think yes. there hasn't been the larger government level on a very concerted effort to address the humanitarian issues uh if this goes on for the next 2 years 3 years 4 years 5 years um what go what happens there i think there has not been enough two ways uh, uh biswa um number one yeah uh there hasn't been enough of conversations among professionals if let's say there are like yourself yourself is a professional right and you are you're disclosing this to me for the first time and i'm so glad that you brought it up because i've never heard it but can you imagine if there is a conversation among professionals talking about it thinking about it um and yes. also trying to plan because they are professionals like yourself you would know best what are the anxieties what are the needs what are the plans you need to foresee but i think because of that tight level of conversation that is not being allowed on a higher level on the macro level yes. because a lot of us are made not to talk if you realize that we are made not yes. to be able to voice out and therefore if you are made not to voice out um a lot of solutions which can be found among the smartest group of people are not found um because we yes. never allow people to talk because uh yes <laughs> i think you know what i'm trying to get at uh, uh therefore someone like you i'm so glad that you are able to bring it out and, and let this be the first of many conversations or many um you know professionals. one of the simple thing one of the simple thing that i uh, remembered right now i yeah. would like to tell yeah like before 2 to 3 months of time i wanted to raise voice i wanted to write uh, in a twitter handle to yeah. pm lee about mm. all those situations because i was overly frustrated by seeing by looking at many of the people mm. may be from india or anywhere else yeah. i was looking at the situations and i was uh thinking mm, that sure. okay there is not enough uh, happening for the people who are strangled here in singapore for yeah. last two years the yeah. foreigners yeah. and uh, i thought of writing a twitter handle but i was being stopped by my friends yeah. saying that if i do that i will lose my job yeah. and why is that yeah if by raising voice i'll be thrown out of a country then it's better that i will leave the country 
Mm, sure, sure. Because you are trying to address right? some very because, basic needs. Yes. And some very yes. basic things that which actually, um, Biswa, it actually enhances everyone's lives because you are trying to put some solutions together, right? And you're trying to highlight that yes. there is a black hole, there is a problem, that let's address this and let's see who are the people who can come together to address this situation. They may not be able to address this situation perfectly, but let's have some elimination method. Okay, it doesn't work this. Let's yeah. go to the second one. Let's put our heads together. Yeah. And, and you are yeah. saying that... You have to yeah. have the contingency plan or all around. Yeah. Plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. Plan B is not working. Discard it. Bring mm. in plan C. You cannot sit on plan A and say that, okay, hey, by closing the borders, we will make it zero and we will wait uh, for next five, uh, ten days to be it in zero. And what if like... Uh, okay, for one month, you will keep it in zero. And then you will say that, okay, hey, our number of cases are zero. Now we will allow people from some less, um, uh, you know, less aggressive countries where the COVID is not so serious. Okay, less serious countries. Can I bring up the case that uh, on the 4th of June, the three ministers have actually written an article in the Straits Times um, that talks about living yeah. with COVID and get on with our lives. What do you think about that? Yeah. Okay, so living with COVID and get on with our lives, so that will be good for people who are here in Singapore. We can live mm. with COVID and we can get on with our lives because they have their friends, families here. Mm. What about us? We can live we with COVID, but we cannot yeah. be, we will be livid with this life. We cannot live with this life. Mm. We will be worried with this life. Worried. Yeah. Because who will support our emotional side? Yeah, sure. When we cry, when we will yeah. be in fear, yeah. who will support us? And uh, then yeah. you can say that mm. it's not important for your life. Okay, I will sure. say you need to have enough knowledge. Yeah, sure. This one, Every I think, part of life yeah. is important. Yeah. That's why I think you brought up a very important point. Um, you brought up that, yes, living with COVID is prob probably um, very relevant only to the locals uh, here. Um, I think you brought up the point about um, uncertainty about the future, the uncertainties that actually um, become a huge emotional burden, and that is not compensated by uh, financial uh, returns. Um, and I thought that that part about that mental uh, challenges of this uncertainties yes. is something that even professionals like you struggle a lot. Doesn't mean that people Many who are people uneducated uh, uh, have that. I mean, even highly, highly educated people, they suffer from uh, worries. They suffer from mental stress, yes. isn't it? Uh, yes, that, and that no is, counselor can solve it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you like to say another 15 seconds, um, your conclusion? Yes. So my conclusions will be, mm. whatever stringent rules are there for the mm. foreigners in Singapore, for the migrants in Singapore, migrants. are well yeah. and good. Whatever the like support that we are getting mm. uh, as, a, as a resident in Singapore, mm. we welcome it. Yep. But we need to see the other side as well. Yeah. That we need to be allowed for at least 10 or 15 days yeah. to go home, to see our families, to come yeah. back without 
bringing the fear of the fear of uh, the threat bringing in any covid-19 strain or that your your right. job is being threatened will, yeah yeah we will mm. we will follow the measures we are ready to yeah. follow the measures but yeah. we are not mm. um, at all in a situation to stay in this lockdown yeah. for sure. more than one year right now because yeah. it's already you frustrating are in a lockdown. and yeah. people sure. yes and people have already started taking measures even if singapore is telling about reopening that reopening is uh, making sense for singaporeans or for singapore mm, residents sure. like us but we are still locked down yep if I, you see a bigger exactly. picture sure go above the top of singapore sky and see we mm, are locked down because sure. we cannot meet our families yeah you are locked down on the so, island <laughs> Yes, you're locked down on the island. In an island. Yeah. Yes. So I, so I, these I, things mm. need to be addressed. And I, I I'm would think that, that you, I, I talk through it. Yes. And I hope that people will get it. Yeah. But this is a serious situation which is happening all over the world. Yeah, and I like to applaud you, uh, Bizwa, because I think you spoke about this not only on behalf of yourself and your group of friends, <laughs> but I think you are speaking on behalf of a lot, a lot of people. um the unseen yes. population um the trans migrants either they are professionals or they are workers they are laborers they are domestic maids um uh or they are professional bankers you're talking about this group of people what happens to their lives in the next 2 years and 3 years if this situation goes viral again um and uh people are being locked down uh, in that particular country that they can't go home and i think you brought up a very very important issue that it's not only pertaining to yourself definitely but you are like a reflection a uh, reflexive of a huge a global phenomenon that has not been floated upwards because there isn't a voice enough to to speak about it or to talk about it in fear that um their jobs are being threatened so i i totally yes. applaud you for that and i totally applaud you for being um an anonymous caller to raise this up and i would like to invite you back again um in a near future to talk about other issues that um you so, would like to bring up uh, on behalf of this group of people that their needs are not met and you're talking about mental health now You're talking about people are breaking down, families are breaking down, couples are breaking down, marriages are breaking down because of prolonged lockdown. And we're talking about prolonged lockdown not just within the four walls of a room or of a house. You're talking about people being locked down in countries, right? Uh yes. they are being yes. separated. And and this has not been addressed on a whole uh highest level. You're talking about trans yes. uh Pacific trans migrational level and that's why you brought up WHO which I'm so glad Um yeah. and I also liked you to uh uh give me some feedback. Did you find this something that is of value to you as a person as an anonymous caller? The session. Yes. So, yeah. It was it was uh it has given me a podium to speak up. Mm. Right? It has given me a stage to raise my voice and to like spit out everything that I thought uh Would, uh needs to be spoken out yeah you have brought yeah. quite a lot am, of things i am yeah. representing i am representing a whole big domain of population mm. who are striving uh, for uh, like you know now this is kind of uh, you know 
dependency for us we need independence i mm. could say mm. this is like um, we are being ruled mm. okay even if it's not like we are being ruled literally mm. we can say okay we are being ruled by the covid yeah but there has to be a think tank which On will the say and find out yeah. find out yeah what can be done to this particular problem which will rise yep if not now after two months mm or or even an x number of months that floats up yeah uh, yeah and even th- after some period of time this will rise mm. and people will start leaving the country yep. then what's the mitigation of singapore mm. can it feel every mm. void by mm. the local people mm. or does it have any um like uh, you know any sort of uh, solution mm. yeah to this passive yeah. problem yeah. which can be active at any moment of time yeah. i i would uh, like to invite you to uh, biswa if you could come back again at a particular point in time probably even with a friend um to talk about and discuss uh, some of these issues that we have spoken about or even um new issues that you you probably uh, think about that you can raise up it would be nice to have like a small little panel um to talk about it and to address some of these issues uh if let's say um these issues are not addressed by policy makers because they you know um they aren't able to address for whatever reasons or they do not have the resources yeah. to address yeah. if there are people who yeah. are able or willing to address on a professional level to speak uh, on a, on a very um, respectful manner like what you have done i really appreciate that what do you think yes sir Yeah that I would Yeah so um Mr Biswa thank you so much you have raised so many things on so many levels uh, in one hour and 20 minutes you let if i would uh, re, uh if i would reiterate and summarize you raised about um the media report uh, the world's media's report um about india when the indian situation was at its peak about uh 3 yeah. months ago um it was tilted it wasn't uh it wasn't in its most uh, impartial manner that you've said and also no one was able to give uh uh a solution or provide a solution uh at that time and number 2 um yes. people did not try to seek understanding about the indian situation when you talked about you're talking about people living 1.3 billion or 1.4 billion people and many of them are in poverty or under the poverty line and they aren't able to eat if they do not come out of their house because you're talking about people living in uh living with less than a dollar um uh people with you're talking about people in living very very strenuous uh humanitarian needs so you brought that up and also you talked about the um hidden uh racism that floats up in during yes. this pandemic situation um and all thanks to uh yes. to um your anonymous call i thought that's so important to show respect um and not to show violence uh at this point yeah. um also you talked about uncertainties of professionals um you talked about the brain drain you talked about economic uh competitiveness that has been um drastically reduced and you talked about um your company out of over 100 people almost 15 people of different nationalities have actually returned they include south koreans 
um, Americans, um, Pakistanis, Indians, etc. And you talked about um, all these threats, um, I should say unspoken threats and the hurdles that you need to go over uh, just to visit your families. And there isn't something like a super corridor or a, a particular solution for people like you um, who have been stranded, so-called stranded, and locked down uh, on an island and not being able to visit your families when you talked about um, even the fears about your families, uh, your nephew and your nieces who were being born, um, and also your homemate who was tested positive, and also your friend, uh, parents who were tested positive, and he has to leave uh, for America because of these uncertainties that will arise uh, in the near future, in the next three to five years, if the pandemic situation will occur. So people will leave to places whereby there could be certain uh, certainties and less uh, hurdles for people to start crossing over. Um, and uh, you also talked about finances. Um, salaries do not address solutions. Salaries is not the answer to all the lives uh, problems and, and that is something I totally absolutely concur. Money cannot buy a lot of solutions. I think you have brought that up. Um, and also you yeah. talked about the black hole that um, amongst people like yourself that represent a good global um, transmigrational professionals all over the world that the world is seeing right now, um, talents yeah. the world is trying to trying to get um, their lives. And their livelihoods and their futures are not being addressed on the highest level by any governments. And I don't think any governments have, have brought that up. And therefore, you have aptly brought that up uh, to, for, for the policymakers to really think deep. Uh, because their economies will depend on a group of people who are contributing to the level of the economies that their local uh, uh people cannot contribute um, that's something that you've brought up also and you've also brought up about the mental um, strain um, and the mental strain that has um, kind of been uh, put upon even the highest level of professionals uh, and uh, you're talking about even a scientist they go through this mental strain uh, being brought up by all these restrictions um, by the pandemic. So I think you've brought up a lot, a lot of issues uh, in your one hour and 20 minute talk. And I thank you so much, uh, Biswa. And these are the issues that we bring up in question marks. And we hope that it opens up to solutions or even possible solutions. Uh, not all solutions are possible, but we definitely have to think about plan A, plan B and what ifs situations. Um, have I covered yeah. uh, the grounds, uh, Biswa? Yes. Yeah. Sorry? Have I covered the grounds uh, that you've talked about? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You've covered all the grounds. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank it's such you so a rewarding. Much. Thank you all of you. Yeah. yeah, such a rewarding talk. But it is from my heart, um, uh, Biswa, that, you know, for my love of uh, humanity, and I think you have known me these years, and also for my love of the Indian people, um, I just want to wish you all the love and God's protection 
and God's love and God's blessings to you and uh, the Indian people and especially to you and your uh, family back in India, particularly your fiancé um, there in India. I just want to give you all the love and blessing from my God to you, um, Biswa. Yeah, thank you so much. I would also uh, wish that everyone in the world uh, will be able to uh, come back from this pandemic sooner and uh, we will see the lights again. We will see the flowers blossoming again. So we need to hold together to yeah, not crumble. Sure. Uh, we sure. need to hold ourselves, hold our hands, hold each other hands sure. wherever we are. And uh, yeah, let's uh, try to address the minimum basic needs of everyone. And yeah. when I'm saying the basic needs, one of the basic needs is to have the shoulder mm, of our sure. family. Yeah. To yeah. Talk yeah. To yeah. Our family, sure. And I, I think you yeah. you, you yes. talked about the think tank because you mentioned that uh, three or four times. And I think you're right. Um, yes. If there could be a group of uh, think tanks to come in to actually address this, uh, address can, the issues. If we can yeah. address, if we can address the issue of nuclear weapons, we, mm. if we can talk about the, mm. uh, you know, the the climate, the weather, and this COVID is uh, nothing but a bad climate that yeah. we are already been covered sure. with. It's a blanket that we don't want to uh, put on our body. Okay, so we, we want to get rid of it, but at the same time, we want to sneak out of it and see the real world. So WHO needs to take the action and talk to all the leaders of all the worlds, uh, like possible leaders of all the worlds, all the prime minister, all the presidents, and have a situation going on where uh, we can have some mitigation rules for travel, for seeing people, and, for, uh, and at the same time, not letting this COVID spread at a super spreader level uh, yeah. and i think you're right i think uh, our conversation has pointed to the level whereby uh, conversation should not be the right of a few top people but conversations should be the right of basic people on a very basic level am i right yes i i think you know um what what i mean here so thank you so much biswa and, and i hope um uh, from what you have just mentioned about the think tanks, um, yeah, I, I could try to get um, a couple of, uh, I would try to get a couple of people, uh, maybe yourself included, to see if we're able to form a virtual think tank to even address some of these uh, issues uh, on that level, uh, on some of the issues, not probably not even being able to find a solution, but at least attempt to start yes. to go to that uh, light. Uh, so thank you, um, Bizwa. Thank you for being on yep. this radio show and I hope that this will ripple and you know that the show goes to Europe, Ukraine, Australia, yep. America, Mexico, Brazil, Canada, um, definitely in, in Indo-Pacific and Malaysia and Singapore. So thank you once again, Bizwa, and I'd like to applaud you I like to salute you, you so for that openness, that honesty, that truthfulness that came from your words. And I give you that power to live. And I give you that hope and that uh, love from me, uh, from my country, fellow men from Singapore, to you, uh, Biswa. All the best. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
thank you all the best bye yeah. i'll good talk to you again good morning bye. to everyone yes yeah, thanks bye-bye. thank <laughs> good night and good morning yes thank you bye yeah bye bye So ladies and gentlemen, that was a huge huge deep conversation from a scientist, um PhD doctor um who talks about and excavated many various issues freely, honestly, truthfully from his heart and all the struggles that they who are highly intelligent people are going through it doesn't mean that you have a high salary that you hold a high position it doesn't mean that you will not go through any mental stress it doesn't mean that you are you will not go through any um i should say emotional mental situation um this pandemic has brought down a lot of people um and i think we need to go shoulder to shoulder virtually to support everyone and to show more love and understanding and to show more empathy and to be able to have a listening ear to people when we can't um give a helping hand so ladies and gentlemen that was biswa an anonymous caller some of these very deep but very important conversations from Biswa. Thank you once again for being with me. I'm Vicky Astro, your radio DJ, podcaster calling in, uh, sharing with you the deepest issues of humanity in the pandemic uh and also about um financial finances and employment. It doesn't address a lot of life's issues. Thank you once again from the bottom of my heart to Biswa. And this is Love Cafe Radio with you and with that I would like to thank you and also call out to you to write to me at talkaboutlife777@gmail.com on this anonymous caller segment you will come in and talk to me with absolute confidentiality about the issues of life what you would like to confess the people that you hate the people that you love in a respectful manner the secrets that you've kept this and uh the experiences that you've got discrimination racism come and talk to me i would love to hear from you as an anonymous caller to speak respectfully lovingly with understanding and patience to our fellow humanity thank you so much for being with me and this is a break for you spandau ballet and when you hear this it means i'm on air with you ladies and gentlemen love cafe radio live on air <laughs>